Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today, the text of the bread of life from John 6. Jesus answered them, this is the work of God that you believe in him, believe in Jesus whom he has sent. Then Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever comes to me will never thirst. Now, dear friends of Christ, our, our church body comes from German heritage, if you didn't know that. And, of course, uh, our German heritage, beer, bread, and brats. And if you know how to make beer, beer is made from grain like, like bread. And, of course, it's made from the same type of grains, which made Martin Luther say, we, we Germans, we drink our bread. And, of course, uh, you know, bread is a staple of human existence. It's everywhere. We all eat bread. You may not drink it, but you eat it. It was President James Garfield who said, Man does not live by bread alone. He needs peanut butter. And, of course, bread is a staple of human existence. Um, that's why Jesus, of course, in our text, comes up this morning and, 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 or earlier told us, this is how to pray, give us this day our daily bread, where bread is a metaphor for everything that we need in this life to exist. However, I'm a diabetic. I can't have bread. Because of my high blood sugar, bread is off my diet permanently. No bread for Pastor Caldall. But you know how that goes. Every diabetic will take a bite. Because you still have that love and that desire for some bread, no matter how much you can get. A hot loaf of bread, right fresh out of the oven. Now, I'm talking about bread this morning because Jesus alludes to himself as the bread of life. The bread that gives life. And you could say that Jesus, in this time of his ministry, was in the midst of a bread theme. Because he had just fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread. Everybody was thinking about bread. All the crowds were thinking about bread. It was all about bread. And so Jesus starts preaching about bread. And, and of course, uh, they remembered that and they followed Jesus wherever he went. And, and they were just wanting to be fed. Bread is good, but Jesus is better. And he reminds them of that fact. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. And whoever believes in me will never thirst. And so our theme, bread that lasts. Bread that lasts. You know, the crowd was following Jesus. It must have been really annoying. If, if not to Jesus, it was to the disciples. And then the, the crowds, everywhere Jesus went, they followed. And, and they wanted bread. They wanted bread that lasted. They wanted free food. Really what they wanted, they wanted a pain-free life. And they thought Jesus could provide it. They wanted a, a way of life right here in this world that is heaven on earth. Don't you want a heaven on earth? Wouldn't it be wonderful if this place could be perfect? But heaven is not found here. Heaven can never be found here. Because you need to realize this place is under a curse. It's under the curse of sin. And because here we are under the curse, there will always be hunger. 
sin, sickness, suffering, and death. That's what's always going to be here. And people, because of sin, want to break from all that. They're tired of living with the results of their sin. They're tired of living in a world of sin. They, they, they want, it, they want it, the, the pain taken away. They want the hurt taken away. They want the division taken away. They want this to be heaven on earth. People just want a break from the curse. And that's the way it was for the crowd that followed Jesus. It's all they wanted. Just a better life. Nothing wrong with that, right? It's kind of what we all want. And just want a better life. A happier life. It's your desire too. However, making life better for everyone on this earth so that everyone has a better life, impossible. No matter how we as, a, as human beings hold our hands and say, we're going to make the whole world a better place. Even Jesus couldn't do that. Impossible. An impossible task. And that's why Jesus even admitted as much when he said, for you will always have the poor among you. Always. Even Jesus can't make this place heaven. And he did many miracles. I mean, he did incredible things. He raised the dead. He, he could do amazing, amazing things. But he can't make this place heaven. This place that's under the curse of God. He can't make it uncursed. He can't take away sin, suffering, sickness, pain, and death. At least not here. Not in this life, not in this world. Oh, uh, He will when He comes back again someday, when He makes a new heaven and the new earth and purges sin out of all things, including our bodies and the universe. But until then, here, we're under the curse. Where there will always be sin, sickness, suffering, pain, and death. There's no escape from that reality. But the people thought Jesus could provide a break. They came to belief in Him. They came to follow Him because they thought He was a solution of heaven on earth. To take care of their pain. The pain in their heart. The pain in their lives. The grief that surrounds them. The struggle. They thought Jesus could make it a better place. No more sin. No more sickness. No more suffering. No more sickness. No more death. So the people followed Jesus. They followed him hoping. Oh, I hope. I hope this is the answer. They followed wanting their tummies to be fed. Jesus wanted to be their souls. Jesus wanted them to understand that he was the bread of life. Unfortunately, today as it was back then, very few people want a blood-stained cross. They want Jesus. They want the curse taken away. They want all their pains made better. But this, they're not so up about a cross, a Savior who bleeds, 
to deliver them from sin. And very few people see the significance of Jesus hidden in the bread and the wine. The Lord's Supper, the bread, the bread of life. A lot of people don't understand the significance of that. Very few people understand the power of His blood. Very few people understand that there's forgiveness, life, and salvation given as you come to this altar rail. Jesus is the bread of life. What kind of bread is He? Well, Jesus tells us the the bread of God is He, is Jesus, who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So did you catch the words? The bread of life is He who comes down from heaven and gives life. Comes down and gives life. That's the bread of life. And Jesus is the bread of life. And that's what the crowd wanted to hear. You're going to give us bread? Well, that's what we want. And the crowd said to Jesus, Sir, give us this bread always. That's all we ask. Just give it to us always. And Jesus said to them, Well, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will not hunger. Whoever comes to me will never thirst. I'm the bread of life. Dear believers in Jesus Christ, why did you come this morning? Why did you come here? Why are you those who are listening online? Why are you listening online? Why are you listening on the radio? Did you come hoping for a better life on this earth? Is that why, is that why you come to Jesus? Did you come to satisfy your tummy? Or did you come to satisfy your soul? What kind of bread do you seek? The bread the world seeks fills our tummies today, but tomorrow we will fail to satisfy. Physical bread is not lasting. No, Jesus wants you to eat the bread that lasts. He wants you to eat the bread of life. And I want you to remember what Jesus said. You always have the poor with you. There will always be sin and sickness and suffering and pain and death because of the curse. But Jesus continued, you always have the poor with you, but me you will not always have with you. Did you come to receive Jesus this morning? Is that why you woke up this morning? Did you come to receive Jesus? If so, then then you came to the church for the right reason. Because Jesus is here for you. For you to receive Him. The bread and the wine hidden for the forgiveness of your sins. As you come to this altar rail, this bread... To satisfy your soul. But what does it mean to feed on Jesus? What does it mean to feed on the bread of life? What what does feeding on the bread of life look like? Well, 
This is what it looks like. A Bible. Feeding on Jesus is opening up His words and listening to them and and hearing them and learning them and digesting them and loving that Word. Feeding on the bread of life. Obeying the Lord. Following in His way. Hearing His truth. To come and bow before Him, bow before His altar, pleading for His mercy, pleading for forgiveness, and then receiving the bread of life for the forgiveness of your sins. So that you may no more hunger and never thirst anymore. What does receiving the bread of of life look like? It looks like this. It looks like what we do in church every Sunday. The teaching of the Word, the proclamation of the Word, the reception of the sacrament. Listen, the bread of this world, it perishes. The bread of this world, it does not last. Jesus wants you to have the best bread. He wants you to take the bread of Jesus that lasts forever. And that's what He wanted for the crowd. He wanted that crowd to have that too, the crowd that followed Him. But the crowd didn't get it. They ran after Jesus. But they didn't really want what Jesus had to offer. The people were so desperate. It's obviously they wanted something because they got in their boats and they followed Jesus all the way to the other side of the sea just to get more from Him. And when they found him, they said, Rabbi, how'd you get here? How'd you get away from us? Don't get away from us ever again. See, they wanted to to trap him. They wanted to put a lock on him. They wanted to hold him tight. They wanted to make Jesus their king. They wanted Jesus to provide them daily bread and so much more. Let me help you understand by giving you an illustration. Have you ever had a stray cat at your back door? And what do you do if you have that stray cat that's meowing and meowing and meowing and you give the cat a bowl of milk and some food? Well, you know what's going to happen to that stray cat. That stray cat is going to make your home his home. And then how do you get rid of the stray cat? Well, quit feeding it. You quit feeding that stray cat, it's going to eventually go away. And that's the way it is for people who follow Jesus. They come to Him. They come hoping that they're going to hear good things. They come hoping that all the hurts in their life and the pain and the brokenness in their life is all going to go away. That that this is the answer. This is the answer that they've been searching for. Heaven on earth. But heaven is not here. And when they find out that heaven is not here, but that heaven is to come, when they find out that they can't escape the broken reality here, all the painful, harsh realities of this world, that's when they leave. And they leave when they realize that Jesus can't fix the problem of sin and suffering and sickness and pain and death in their lives right now. And Jesus looks at all their brokenness and He has compassion on people like that. 
His heart goes out to people like that. He understands their lost condition. And he sees their misplaced priorities. And Jesus says, I tell you the truth, you're looking for me, not because you saw the miracle, the miraculous signs. You're looking for me because you ate the loaves and had your full. Do not work for food that perishes. You work for food that endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you. The Lord said something similar through the prophet Isaiah. Why do you spend money on what cannot nourish you? Listen to me carefully. Eat what is good and enjoy the best foods. And what's the best food? Jesus. What's the best food? The bread of life. You know, when you buy food, do you ever look at the expiration date when you're in the grocery store? Do you, do you in, your, in your refrigerator ever go in and check the expiration date of the bottles in there? I was getting out some, uh, some blue cheese dressing. I pulled it out. Expired in March. Hmm. Best used by March. I ate it anyway. But what do you do with the moldy cheese in your refrigerator? You throw it away. What do you do with the stinky meat that is expired? You throw it out. It's no good anymore. Jesus says there's a spiritual truth attached to that. What's the spiritual truth? Do you realize that everything in this life has an expiration date on it? Everything has an expiration date. Your car. How far can your car go? 250,000 miles? I don't know. But not indefinitely. It has an expiration date. Your house? Won't be here indefinitely. How about you? You won't be here indefinitely either. Your food is going to spoil. Your car is one day going to die. And so are you. Because we live under a curse. And the curse of sin. And Jesus is the only solution for this problem. Jesus teaches, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And Jesus also said, A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And yet the people were confused. Yeah. The people were confused as a man who wore the t-shirt. And the t-shirt had big, bold, black letters across his chest that spelled I-A-A-K. I-A-A-K. IAC. And somebody asked him, you know, what the acronym stood for. And he said, well, it stands for I am always confused. And the guy said, no, no, that can't be. Confused is not spelled with a K. So the acronym should be I-A-A-C. And the man shook his head and he said, no. I-A-A-K just confirms the severity of my state of confusion. Well said. The people of the world are confused. Jesus wants to help. And I don't want you to be confused. The bread of the world, the best bread, is the bread of life. 
The best bread, the best tasting food, the best blessings, the best family, the best job, the best marriage, the best friend. None can compare to Jesus. He's the bread of life who enables you to never be hungry again, to never thirst again, to be satisfied. You've tasted His love. You, have, you live in the abundance of His blessings. Feast on His mercy. Feast on His grace. And every day eat more. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.